I'm Chris Willemo and you listen to Albion being and gone. So just a couple of minutes left. Brighton have to hang on with 10 men and here come Palace now. That's a nice pass into the area. Need to get a shot away. There's the drive. Oh, it's crept in. Sensational 90th minute. Put Palace ahead for the first time in the game with seconds remaining, surely. That's all three points for the visitors. So, Chris... <laughs> so, I've always said Iwalumo, but it sounds like more like it's actually U- Uwelemo. Yeah, Uwelemo. it sounded Uwelemo. like that. Uwelemo. Chris Uwelemo. Another Brighton legend. Yeah, yeah. You say that not... Well, he did only play like half a season. You know, he's... But quite an eventful He's on. He is on this pod, therefore he's a legend. Yeah. The people that we'd have wouldn't necessarily be the same legends that North Stand Chat are talking mm, about, right? Maybe that's why none of them are listening. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. Uh, so, how are you doing after the, the the last... Did you wake up with a hangover after your one beer on the last pod? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I actually find... Uh, we're obviously talking quite a lot about stout in the last mm. episode. I do find that if I drink too much, I get like, it's almost like an iron overdose. Like my body just goes like a bit weird. Yeah. Like, it, it, like my body's just going, you've had way too much iron. I cannot, I cannot cope with this. There are anemics here who are <laughs> majorly pissed off well. just listening to this. Get some more Guinness down, yeah. Um, it was like, it did used to be like marketed on its like health benefits. I know. Yeah. yeah. My first girlfriend, uh, she she was anemic. And when she went to the doctors, they often would say, if you drink, only drink Guinness. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she was like 15. <laughs> so it is quite weird. It's not really a 15 year old's drink, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like WKD, yeah, Bacardi Breezer, <clears throat> pint of Guinness. <laughs> um, I actually get a hangover whilst drinking now. I've got that. The, oh, it's horrible. I've never heard of that. Really? No, I get it. Like, I will. I reckon, say three or four pints down, I will feel it. That stag do that we went on together in mm. Germany, where I nearly sang with a band. Yeah, okay. that's a story that we need to shoehorn in. Really, we'll, we'll, we'll try and um, yeah, we'll try and do a Germany episode at some point. And it was yeah. actually down to you that really pushed me on stage that day, wasn't it? Was it? I, I don't remember. I'd had way too many Augustiners. Constantly, <laughs> are you going to sing with that band then? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I um, I had quite a lot of fun on that stage. It was day. a great stage yeah. day. That's yeah. a great stag really good place to go. On a stag do, I don't, I can't imagine um, my vegan wife being that into Munich, really. Is Munich as good a place to go as Swindon away? <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about playoffs today. Yep, specifically we- the 2004 Playoffs. Playoffs. Division two playoffs. What were you doing in two thousand and four? Uh, I would have been at six. How old form. would you have six? Uh, yeah, I think I was. I, I was either seventeen or eighteen. I can't quite. Remember. I think I was seventeen. Just maths. Just yeah, do that. I'm really when, bad when's maths. your birthday? <laughs> Twenty. The thing is, where, the reason I can't work it out is because I'm born right at the end of nineteen eighty six. December. Yeah, twenty eighth of December. Yeah. Okay. So why can't you work it out? I just can't. I'm really bad at math. So twenty. Uh, so 1986. So you are a prophet ahead of me. But right at the end of 86. So in the two, the playoffs are in like the in May. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just can't. I'm... In 2004. <laughs> yeah. So you were somewhat old enough to remember them. So yeah. that's what you. So 2004. I think I think I was 17. Uh. Do you, what do you what do you remember about two thousand and four? Do you remember any albums that came out in two thousand and four? Um, I'm. Oh, 
I think were like the Libertines around that time. Strokes must have been around two thousand four. Well, Strokes, what is this? It yeah. the first Strokes album came out two thousand one. Oh really? Hot Fuss came out June yeah. the seventh two thousand four. Okay, yeah. So okay, that gives me a bit of a clue. Block Party were they? Yeah, I yeah, think Silent Alarm would have. Uh, yeah. That was two thousand and five. Okay. I so I went <clears> to I finished my GCSEs in two thousand and four. Yeah. Um. And that's kind of scary to think that we mm. are coming up, not quite yet, but we're coming up for what, 15 years yeah. very soon of these, these playoffs that we're going to talk yeah. about. Um, so 2004, what else was happening? I, I do remember it being quite a good uh, era for like British comedy. Yeah. So you would have had like a peep show would have been around then. Um, Nathan Barley. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, did George Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? I did. Yeah. Yeah. That that would have been around that time. Um, The Office would have been that was earlier, wasn't it? It was earlier. Um, well, so Mighty Boosh maybe just about, or they they might be slightly later than that. Was uh the the Mars Spirit Rover happened? Okay. Um. And NASA launched the Gravity Probe B. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> big time, big time. Um, also, 2004, I think the uh, most confident I've been in England winning a major tournament oh, was to Euro 2004. Now, now we're talking. Yeah. I can. So I remember really well where I was uh, when I watched France beat us in the first game when Zidane threw up on the pitch yeah, yeah. we were in a that was gutting actually yeah well we were yeah. in a in a back garden with a big screen from somebody from church mm. um, and I think the the obscenities coming out of Christian men's mouths yeah at the thought of a Frenchman <laughs> scoring two goals um, but we went all, you know, it was all right until the ankle break or whatever it was yeah, that happened. I think, I think the problem of that squad, um, well, there's a couple of problems. A, it was really it was exceptional first 11 with not much behind it. And Emil Heskey. Yeah. Um, then... An okay, but not up to the standard of the rest of the squad goalie. Who David James. was David James, was yeah. it? I can't remember if it was Paul Robinson or yeah. not. Yeah. Um, see, Paul Robinson would have been 2006. No, that was David James as well. Okay. Oh, well, was it? David James definitely came back again. He had a second. He had a second wind. He, um, I tell you, he played in 2010. Yeah, he, but after not in the. Yeah. 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 Um, but which was quite harsh. Yeah, it was a bit harsh. Capella, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, the first eleven on paper was excellent, but the midfield didn't really work. No. So you basically had four central midfielders, ish. With Beck, well, Beckham yeah. being a yeah, because he was playing central midfield for, for Madrid yeah. by then, wasn't he? So, yeah, Beckham, Gerrard, Lampard, Lampard and Scholes. And, yeah. Great game against Croatia. Yes. And it's probably um, it's probably Rooney's best tournament actually for England. Yeah, well, and yeah. it's his first one. I was going to say it was his only yeah. good tournament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember his. Um, didn't he do a backflip after? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Switzerland, perhaps. Yes, yeah, could have been. Oh, I do. Yeah. It was Switzerland and Croatia, wasn't it? I think the other two teams. I'll tell you what else happened in two thousand four. Either it was invented. Or I just experienced it for the first time. What Sky Plus? <laughs> because is it that old? I think so. Wow. Because we watched uh, that game, England Switzerland, yeah. at our friend Rich's house, mm -hmm. and he had. We were all going to be late coming from school. I think maybe because it was like an afternoon game, and we'd Where walked was, back. Uh, it's Portugal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we walked back. To Rich's house, um, probably an hour's walk from school, and 
he had Sky had it. it. Well, no, he had it on pause. The oh. start was on pause, so we definitely watched it late, and we couldn't have looked the scores up on our phones because, as you've already told me, pre-internet. It was pre pre-internet. <laughs> I'm I'm convinced it was pre-internet. It was definitely not pre-internet based on the chat rooms I was on. Okay, it was um uh at at least the internet was more wasn't, basic internet. Yeah, it was your, not prominent as your it phone. Would have had WAP. Do you yeah, remember WAP? Yeah, yeah. Which means something else now, but um Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh yeah, my my first, I think my first phone was two thousand and two. And also um a lot of people still had uh like pay as you go. Yeah. So so WAP just like absolutely drained your credit. How quick did you get through ten pounds of credit? Pretty quick. Yeah. I remember when I was doing. It's really annoying. Like you'd have to like go to a Tesco's, shop, yeah, yeah, to buy a ten pound card. Or it's something. so annoying. I think I was doing like tenner in like a weekend. Well, yeah, a weekend you could easily get through a tenner, yeah. And were you texting people, and at the end putting TB? Text back, yeah. But they should know that based on the question marks <laughs> in your message. <laughs> Yeah, it was like quite a... And you also had to go through, and it was probably the reason we had text language, because you didn't want to spend more than 10p. Yes, you had to cut it cut it short, didn't you? TB, to get yeah. the TB in there. Yeah. 2004 was also the end of Friends. Was it really? Yeah. I'm currently watching that on Netflix for probably like the 80th time. Whereabouts are you? Quite near the end, so uh, Phoebe's engaged. So to Mike, yeah. Um, Ross and Rachel have had Emma. Um, I don't think Chandler and Monica have started the surrogacy yet. What's your favourite season? Mm, uh, pretty definitely quite early on. Um, Definitely before Chandler and Monica. I think Chandler went downhill. Yeah. It's not as funny. I look back on it now and I think a lot of it isn't as funny as I thought it was. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I find it quite comforting. I don't. I don't really laugh out loud at it. It's quite. Yeah. It's just quite a nice program. It's quite well written. The characters are quite well rounded. Yeah. Has stood the test of time to an extent. Yeah. Other than Joey. Joe, I would just say that Joey's... Antics. Uh, just some of the way he talks about people. Women. Yeah. Mostly women. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't... I don't think you'd write that character now. It was also <laughs> the time when the playoffs had left Wembley. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. They'd been in Cardiff for three years. <laughs> Millennium, Millennium Stadium. Millennium Stadium. Uh, uh, so, yeah, because Wembley, the old Wembley got knocked down 2001 or 2000? I th- uh, 2001. Yeah. Who scored the last goal at Wembley? The old uh, Wembley. You, you're going to know this, Dima surely. Haman, yeah. yeah. Germany won England nil. And what Kevin happened? Kevin Keegan yeah. quit in the yeah. cupboard. Yeah, he did. He'd love it if they beat him. Mm. He didn't love it. Um... So it moved to to Cardiff, and yep. we are going to talk about Brighton's. Spoiler alert: Brighton do get to the final. I just can't it's killing me. So we so the playoffs. I love them. Yeah. It I love them if I don't have a team involved in it's them. It's much yeah? better if you don't have a team involved in them. <laughs> so I've uh as a Brighton fan have so Brighton have been in five playoffs. One of them was kind of when I was about three years old, so I've seen four. Mm. One successful, three unsuccessful. Yeah. 
and they are really annoying to lose in. Cause it's literally like a whole season's worth. Just and also the um, the football league seasons are forty six games long, so you've already gone through this grueling season, got into the top six, and then it's ended in one game. Yeah, well, my my first uh, my first ever football on TV memory at all is actually. The 1995 Football League First Division playoff final between. Is it Reading and Bolton? It is, yeah. Yeah, because I do vaguely remember that. I don't really know much about it other than because I would have been uh, seven because mm. I can do maths. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, um, but I, yeah, it was 4 3 to Bolton. Yeah, I do actually vaguely remember that for some reason. Yeah, I think they're really exciting. They are really exciting. Well, I think partly because it is, um, you know, four very even teams. Because you know, it's, it's, you know, third till sixth yeah, in sixth. the league. So you've got four quite even teams. Um, and the stakes are so high that there's always drama. I think, I think the championship playoffs are one of the best things in football i if you're not involved in so i actually uh took a very very risky move in booking championship playoff final tickets um on the due date of my son really yeah so eli was due on the playoff final that reading played huddersfield a couple of in 2000 and Whatever it was. Uh, it was the season that Brighton went yeah. up to, uh, I think, 16? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 17. No, 17. 17. Um, and, yeah, I I kind of was like, are you sure I can go? Sure I can go? Mm. You're only in London. You can get home quite quickly from London. Yeah. Well, Not really from Wembley, actually. It takes ages. Actually, no. So his name, we'd talked about... Uh, Various names and Elijah was one, mm-hmm. and um, then it was what about Elias? And I'd never heard of Elias before. The, the name uh, went up to the game on the due date, and they were they were cycling through the big screen, yeah, and then they like glitched out, and the screen got stuck on Elias Kachunga. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, is your, so is my your son, son named is named after, after a <laughs> Huddersfield striker, Elias Kachunga. Wow. Um, and I saw that as a sign. Yeah. Um, and that was it. And that's cool. why he's called Elias. Because we lost the player final. To Huddersfield Town. In what was the most boring game I've well, ever Well, Huddersfield were really dull that season. They they basically um, were 1-0 nil nil or lose one nil all season yeah they're really boring it was so dull and then when it got to penalties that was horrific have you seen a penalty shootout in the stadium before uh spoiler alert but yeah one i did that on purpose Danny boy, Danny boy, Danny boy, I'm getting now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my now. So shall we talk uh, a my, little my bit? My first one. No, <laughs> first that's one. that's the second leg. So uh, stop telling them. <laughs> As you would imagine, that people know what's going to happen yeah. if they're listening to this. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Actually, you know, if if you if you're enjoying it and you're not a Brighton fan, or even a football fan, do get mm. in touch with us. Show it. Albinbeanandgone dot com. com. Yeah, it's an easy one to remember, but I'm looking at you to to tell me. <laughs> uh, so let's build it up. Yeah. Cue dramatic music. Okay. There is some now. There is the bed. Yeah. Um, okay. T- talk to me. Like it's um start with the overview. Yeah. It's like the back the background. So cool. the Brian have had have had two successive promotions. Um League and, Two, League One. Yeah. 
to the champion. Then, then got relegated because yeah. it's a bit out of their depth. Um, Bobby's Moore had been sold. Um, I mean, still had a pretty decent team. Most of the team that got promoted two years earlier was still there. Um, Leon Knight had been signed to replace Bobby's Mora. Good replacement. Yeah, we'll we'll do very much so. We'll, we'll we can do a whole episode on Leon Knight. I've already written it. Don't worry. Um, Steve Coppel's manager, um, very you know, very good manager, as you know, as a Reading fan. Um, and I think Brian were pretty up there with, I think most people thought they've got a decent chance of probably top six. It's quite a competitive division. Um, started the season really well. Leon Knight's absolutely on fire. Probably the best season of his career. Um, Steve Koppel leaves to Reading. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Worked out very well for Reading. Yeah, 106 it? points. Yeah. So... Still a record. Still a record. Um, team falter a little bit. Um, unfortunately, Big Bobby Booker, who we got a little voice note from, was come interim manager. So, sorry, can, why is he called Big Bobby Booker? Why is he? Why is he self-proclaimed like a raffle man? <laughs> I don't. He's not. He's, he's reasonably big. I wouldn't say he's like giant. It really felt like I he was I trying guess, to put himself yeah, out for local radio. Yeah, I mean he's, he's got you know, a big personality. I can see him. I can see him doing like Heart FM. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look him up. Um. Anyway, so Mark McGee takes over. Um. Very, uh, very different manager to Steve. No, that's not him. <laughs> I think um, do, just do it as Bob. <laughs> Mark McGee, quite dry Scotsman, quite you know a bit of dour. Has had a pretty decent career. Um, Millwall, I think Reading as well. Yeah, that's him. Um, and come, just come do all right, really. Get come squeeze into the playoffs. Um, I think eventually, eventually finished fourth in the league. Leon Knight scores about thirty goals that season. Um, always partnered with a big man because Knight's five foot four. So so Brighton have gotten over that then. Yeah, they're happy to sign short players again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've had. Um, Darius Henderson was there for a bit. It's basically like almost a conveyor belt of big strikers to just anyone to just take the physical pressure off night. Trevor Benjamin um, and then Chris Iwellamo was the last one. And they had a good partnership. It's basically just hoof the ball up to whoever's up front with night. He'll knock it down and Knight will put it in. Because otherwise it was a very hard-working kind of grafter team really not much kind of technical prowess there it's just very hard-working organized team yeah and so you finished fourth yeah great news yeah so as a fan you go into the playoffs and you think we've got a big chance or do you think we're a bit lucky here um i always felt with night that we had quite a good chance because he was like probably the best striker in the division that year. Um but I knew there were like better footballing teams. So Bristol City had only like narrowly missed out on automatic promotion and they'd absolutely hammered Brighton earlier in the season. Um I can't remember how he did against Swindon actually in the in the actual league. Um but they had some quite good forward players, so it definitely was a concern. But um, I thought I always thought we had a decent chance because we were well organised and had a very good defence. And then Leon Knight would probably get if he got a chance, he'd probably put it away. What's just going on, oh, you lot of rubbish. I was going, a lot of rubbish. You're swindling a lot of shit. And he got, I got aggressive, and I went berserk. Did you? 
I had to. I need to come through that wall. So your first leg. So Swindon have finished fifth. Yeah. I'm going to narrate your notes. Okay. As I perceive them. Yeah. Swindon away. A ludicrous. A ludicrously. I use the word ludicrously quite a lot, and I think I've only like noticed it by doing these notes. <laughs> You do actually use yeah, it a lot. Using actually. block yeah. capitals as well, isn't it? You love a block cap- block capital. Yeah. A ludicrously hot day in Wiltshire. <laughs> I'm watching in the bar of Coral's Gym in Hove. Yep. The Greyhound Stadium. Brackets. Wasn't eighteen, <laughs> so anywhere we thought we'd get served. Yeah. Absolutely no atmosphere. No, there wasn't. It was in like the 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 bar of the. So it's like a bar, the, like the Greyhound. Went, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. It is 1994 forever in there, isn't it? Yeah. I I always, I think Greyhound racing is almost dead. I don't think it'll last much longer. No. They, so I I went for a Greyhound racing boys day out. Yeah. It's quite, um, it's quite it's fun. fun. Yeah. It's um, right. But in 2000 and... Whenever the Rugby World Cup was in England, because the rugby was on at the same time, but they still had box televisions. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, like that's how old it is. Yeah. The TV still has depth. Um, yeah. And then the screens, are like tele- teletext still exists, which is <laughs> odd. <laughs> it's definitely not a thing anymore. Okay, so you were watching there. Yep. No atmosphere. No, because I think there's only about five people in there actually watching the game. Everyone else just like finished a squash match and was there having it. Yeah, they have squash as well as we got. There's squash so, courts there, yeah. As yeah. well as dog racing. Yeah, so, well, it's, it's like there's like a gym slash dog racing yeah. slash squash. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the game. Yeah. Swindon produce an absolute onslaught, hitting the woodwork twice, and have countless. Other near misses. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was ludicrous. <laughs> Brighton score with their only real chance, a long-range effort from the fantastic Richard Carpenter. Yeah, never heard of him. He he was really good. He's a Has really he good, good enough that he's going to come up come up on another episode. No, quite boring. So probably not. No. Um, he's just a really good central midfielder. Final score nil one. So yep. one nil to Brighton. Yeah. Um, so, so feeling pretty good at this point. So yeah. Brian were very good at Webdean this now, season. how do you celebrate a first leg victory? It's hard. It's hard because you know there's another that one. four or five days time. Well, when Brighton um, lost to Crystal Palace in the playoffs, the first leg at Selhurst was nil-nil. Yes, I remember that. Um, sort of, it was like that, on a Friday, yeah. so, wasn't it? And that felt like we'd basically got the job done. Because we knew we were very good at home that season. I was like, we're going to beat Crystal Palace at home. Of course we are. And then it just ended up being an absolute disaster. Yeah. Um, So it's difficult because you do do have to almost put it in the head of like, it's basically one game, really. Yeah. One really long game. Yeah. so yeah, it, it, I think that's partly why it's quite stressful, but also quite exciting if you're a neutral. So second leg, Swindon at home. Yep. Quite a contrast. Pissing it down at the Withdean. Yep. And of course, Withdean was... Uncovered. 90% uncovered, yep. I am in my usual seat at the time. South stand, block H, yep. the singing section. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Raucous atmosphere. Big singer, are you? Not really. Um, I'm quite passive in that aspect. You just stand with them. Yeah. Like, like a dad. Yeah. In the family birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Miming happy birthday. <laughs> Swindon manager Andy King, not the Leicester. No. No. Um, again. This is. We're talking 2004. It's chain smoking cigars. Yeah. It's not 1976. No. But it's just before the smoking ban. So. He's getting them all in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he was really hammering it. 
But he wasn't inside. <laughs> like, just get it done. Just... <laughs> well, just, how do you change no, when, a cigar? When, like, they're like those uh, the Hamlet ones. They're quite thin. Oh, right. They C- are basically, cigarillos. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Swindon once again dominating and scoring the 81st minute to equalise. So yeah. it comes back to what I was saying. You're not, you can't mm. be comfortable. Uh, and send the time to extra time. Swindon then score in the first half of extra time to go ahead in the tie. Yeah. Brighton have been total shit thus far. In yeah. the 120th minute, a long throw is sent into the box where homegrown defender Adam Virgo, Virgo sorry, doing a shift at right back, absolutely throws himself at a diving header to equalise. Yeah. Good job it wasn't Colin Hawke. <laughs> yeah. Somehow scores an own goal from... <laughs> <laughs> the other team's six-yard box. Probably the most mental I've ever gone for a goal. Yeah. And <laughs> I forgot what it's. Yeah, because generally I'm quite I'm quite mild mannered in most in, settings. Yes. Um, but yeah, that is the most pent-up energy I've ever released in my life, probably. Seconded by Stagdu in Munich. And yeah. I thought of buying pork knuckle. <laughs> they are. That, that is a lovely like meal. It's tap water. <laughs> uh, every time I turned round, you had another pork knuckle <laughs> in a polystyrene box. <laughs> or was standing on a table. Um, okay. So you, you went mental for the goal. Somehow acquired a nosebleed. <laughs> Which in the wet weather causes blood to go everywhere. Because, yeah. you no, know, like a nosebleed, it, it's just in, until you halt it, it's basically just constant yeah, gushing. Just, yeah, nonstop. But in the rain, it's, it's just <laughs> kind of like pebble dashing all over the place. This is followed by the first penalty shootout I've ever seen in person. Yep. Which. You uh, ruined earlier. <laughs> Brighton win 4-2. Cue a pitch invasion. Did you run on the pitch? Big time. Big time. You go for that. Yep. I'm, I love a pitch invasion. Okay, Quick. a quick side note though. So, second time uh, Reading got to Premier League, mm-hmm. uh, there was a pitch invasion. We So, it was against Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my dad went to Modeski. Uh, I think probably cheap tickets yeah why he goes to anything um <laughs> he's not listening to this so pitch invasion and he said <laughs> i don't think we should do the pitch invasion thing no i don't want us to get arrested <laughs> okay yeah. so i said oh we've got it dad it'll be it's fine n- no it'll one has fine. ever been arrested in that it'll situation. be fine he said but i just i can't risk that kind of fine yeah anyway so I said, well, let's just go down. <laughs> I go onto the pitch, fine with everybody else. My dad yep. stands behind the line. <laughs> on, the, on the grass, yep. behind the line. But not on the pitch. Not on the pitch. Yeah, it's not pitch invading. I've got a great photo of him just behind the line. <laughs> um, it's, pro- it's, it's really fun, though, because it's like you feel like you're doing something naughty, but like... But the police everyone, are like double yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, go, in you go, on you... It's the first time you've seen a penalty shootout. Yep. Um, best inv- uh, best image on TV was Mark McGee pegging it across the pitch, which you obviously didn't see until later. So yep. did you record it? Uh, mm, no, I can't think where. Cause it, again, because it's pre-internet. <laughs> you don't know how you would have recorded it. There wouldn't it. have been any YouTube highlights. No. Um, yeah, I don't know where I would have seen it, actually. Yeah, great. Probably in the end of season DVD. You would have had to wait yeah, as well. Like, or um, actually where at that point you get all of your post-match stuff would be um, South Today or Meridian the yeah. next night. Yeah. Live like a 30-second clip after. Fred Dynage going, Yeah. absolute scenes absolute last scenes. night at the Withdean Stadium. And our reporter... Mike Fischel, yeah, and he's there. Do um, so, Brighton fans have a bit of a thing with Meridian and South today because 
it was always Portsmouth or Southampton based. Yeah. The studio was there. So it always had their main focus on yeah, And it was, I felt that way about Reading as Probably, well. yeah. And probably Bournemouth did There's as very, well. very, very much. Uh, and also. Yeah. Oh, and Reading have just won the league. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, until we got into the Premier League, then it was very different. Yeah. Um, and I remember, uh, so they had this Sunday morning show at one point where they did like, like a, almost like match of the day with all the Meridian teams. And there's one game where um, Andy Steggall, who was the main like football reporter in Meridian, he was on the, um, touched on the running track with Dean and doing like a voice, um, face to camera thing. And all the Brighton fans started trying Andy Stegall is on running track. Why whispering it? He's not listening. <laughs> it's, it's very much about people hearing what you're saying. Andy Stegall is a W word. While he was doing this, um, kind of basically, I'm here at the Webbing Stadium as Brighton Hope <laughs> Albion take on, I don't know, Gillingham or whatever. Um, Gillingham. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not keen on Meridian or in South today with Brighton fans. I was meant to be on Meridian TV uh, in September. Yeah, playing at a um, a, a competition winners wedding thing. Probably got cut because Portsmouth massively got cut. Yeah. I literally put everything else on except us. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it it said here uh, that you whipped it top off for some reason. Yeah, I can't remember why I was topless, but. And we're running across to where the now distraught Swindon fans are. Yeah. Brackets separated by stewards and a running track. Yeah. For some reason, their fans are chanting, you fat bastard. At me. Yeah. You've written it like that. Yeah. At me. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure it was at me. Bearing in mind, I'm also covered in blood. Smile's <laughs> quite brave heart. <laughs> Were you? Not really at that point. No. I've been fatter. They didn't have time. <laughs> they didn't have time to look over the other. Yeah. I Either way, it's not very kind, is it? No, but I was goading How them. How does so. Swindon fans angry sound? It definitely. Because it's quite like burr. that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definite burr to it. Yeah. You fat bastard. <laughs> you know, you don't like, like yeah. that. Um, cool. L- little so, slugs, aren't they? That, yeah, well, this you've been, been waiting together. I've been it? waiting for it. There's just a culminant of there's been Reading and mm, Swindon. Yeah, what is the playoff in Swindon? Might be <laughs> a loss to Brighton, actually. <laughs> so, you're through. So, the celebration for that, what was do you, uh, you you've did that, but you must have had some kind of after party. Not that really, still sound a bit Swindon Not, after party. The thing is, because um. With Dean, and we're still going to do a road trip there when it's legal. Mm. Um, there's nothing around it. It's like a suburban area. Um, and I lived like around the corner. So you I just, just went home? Just went home and my mum ran me a bath. Just had my tea? Yeah, because I covered in coke and covered in blood. <laughs> Soaking wet, covered in blood. Which And, and then, yeah, because you would have been underage. So mm. it wouldn't have been you couldn't have gone to a pub. No. Did you ever do like celebrate after football pub? Um, not really at that point. Um, like since being what? at the Amex, yeah, like you had to basically go back into town anyway. So, but that's the thing with a place like the Amex now. The there's no nothing really around it. No, and then by the time you've got on the bus and got into town, mm. it's like should I just. So, yeah, see you Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's part of the whole going to football thing. It should be about like, okay, so you didn't celebrate. No, just kind of went home, had a bath. Cool. Yeah. Kept, kept out of trouble. Yeah. Uh, so final against Bristol. Yeah, City, Bristol City. So, so who was the other team? Um, It was... It's Bristol City uh, beat Hartlepool. Okay. Yeah. Just checking it wasn't somebody else from around the area of mm. Avon. No. <laughs> um, okay. so, I, so I think they were probably hoping for a bit of a, a Bristol City Swindon Town clash. Yeah. Kind of. Well, Swindon Town, Swindon isn't really West Country, is it? 
Well, it's, it's, get, it's the getting next, there. It's the next thing. There's a, I mean, there's a service station. I should come out. I used to live in Bristol. Mm. Um, that's after Bath. Then it's Swindon. Yeah. Then it's not far away, is it? It's just kind of. No. There's a yeah. There's a Burger King there. Mm. Uh, on yeah, driving back, you'd always stop there on your way through down the M4. <laughs> So you play Bristol City, yep. Millennium Stadium. Yep. So for them, that's just over the bridge. Yeah, not far at all. No. Uh, so again, reminder to everyone, 2004. Pre-internet. Pre- I, li- I had <laughs> LimeWire in 2004. That was very much the internet. Were you not, um, oh, what was the other one? Napster. No, no, no. It was one that came with K. Kazar. Yeah, Kazar. I had that as yeah. well. Yeah. Absolute virus yeah. best. It would take you so like 15 minutes to download yeah. a song. Like the, um, I remember downloading the, do you remember the Linkin Park and Jay-Z album? Yeah. Um, downloading that and it just completely killed my computer. I had the same thing with that Jenna Jameson debut. <laughs> Pre-internet. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Pre-internet had to queue up for hours, capital letters, yep. to get a ticket outside the club shop on the Queen's Road in Brighton yep. and pay. B- <laughs> I didn't know yep. that. Go on. <laughs> pay you by check. by check. Yeah. They, they were only taking check payments. Wow. Yeah. Um, and... Um, Sorry, just quickly. So... You, how many days before the game did you buy the ticket? Um, probably like, and what? There's not much of a time lapse between the semi-final and the final. No, it would have been maybe ten days. Yeah, maybe. So yeah. let's say you bought it a week yeah. ahead. Back then, pre-internet, of course. Yeah. The checks ch- took like it didn't. It wouldn't have cleared yeah. by the time of kickoff. So, Let's say your check bounced. You've already seen the game. <laughs> and it's also over a bank holiday as well, the playoffs. Yeah. So they wouldn't have known until the day after. So jokes on them. Um, you went with a guy called Marty on the yeah. train and you listened. Oh, no. Yeah. That is heartbreaking. You went, so, went with a guy called Marty on the train and we listened to the latest maroon... F- There's nothing like getting pumped up for a big game <laughs> than I was so high I didn't recognise. Yeah. Yep. Uh, on his MP3 player. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, uh, I, I think... I, I'm not sure it would have been an iPod, but I think... It would have 100% been Songs About Jane as well. Yeah. That was two thousand, probably yeah. 2004. Um, I, re- I I really don't like Maroon Five, no, and it's possibly because of that experience. I really dislike it when people listen with one headphone in. Like, really hate yeah. it because I'm a as a musician, as kind of my main yep. living. You spend hours. Do you mean this? This isn't your main job. <laughs> I did. I well, I did yesterday take a receipt, didn't I, from a cafe yep. takeaway. So I can pop business it on the business expense. expense. Yeah. Um, so I hate the fact that you might spend hours doing what we call panning. Mm-hmm. Do you know about that? Probably. No? no. It's basically separating which parts of the track go to which sides so your ears can hear it. So when people share headphones, they're yeah. only getting one side of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. and so when you're back in the day, something like Led Zeppelin, yeah. you'll actually find that the drums are are all on one side because they didn't have enough channels to record on. You might get a slight bleed, but we used to sort of share headphones in maths or whatever. Yeah. And you might listen to Led Zeppelin and they're just like, just listening to John Bonham going (laughs) mental on drums. You have no idea what the song is. And just that. Um, So yeah, you were being polite. Marty. Yeah. Do you keep in touch with Marty? No. Nope. Oh. 
No. I, I don't think I saw him after that weekend. <laughs> Did you? I, I don't know why I went with him because I wasn't like. And I'm really sorry if he's listening, but I've not seen you in how many years it is. So. Um, I would love it if he is one of the listeners. Yeah, I, I've no idea what he's doing. I, I, he, he played on the same football team as me at the time. That's the only, and I think, and I actually think it was we messaged each other on MSN to say I'll meet you on on Queens Road at this time, and we'll queue up together. I think that's all it was. Uh, and I ended up having to travel because Cardiff's actually not that near. No, as you would have mm. found out. Mm. Um. It's not a. Do you do it in a day? Yeah. It's not. It's not a. It's a long day, isn't it? Yeah. I did it in a day to pick up my car. That's outside. Um, okay, so really hot. Yeah. Bank holiday Monday. Uh, I think it's it? actually the Sunday because I think I think the championship is on the Monday. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. I forget we're in League One. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Millennium Stadium is miles better than Wembley. Yeah, I stand by that. It's actually called the Principality Stadium. It now, is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, sang the national anthem before the game. Everyone, yeah, not just <laughs> not me. Just me. <laughs> Bristol City were a much better team than Brighton, and we just absolutely ruined the game. Yeah. It was turgid. It was. It was a terrible game of football. Really bad. Brighton win with an eighty-fourth minute penalty which Leon Knight scores, whips his top off and is visibly sporting a semi-erection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this on this? Did I send I imagine it? if that was on that. Did I not send you the photo of it? You haven't sent me a photo of his erection. Uh. <laughs> I don't know if this invalidates my DBS if this comes on my phone. After the game, they kept playing rocking all over the world by status quo. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. We just stopped for an erection. Not mine. Just Leon Knight's. Mm. It is... It's not flaccid. No. no. It looks, because there's a couple of dots above it, like a lion's face. (laughs) If you look, right, okay. (laughs) There, there's a dot there and a dot there. Oh, because it's got the, um, the thing of his shorts. And the shorts, and this could be the mane of a lion. Okay. See it? No? No. Okay, so they kept playing rocking all over the world by mm. status quo. Uh, centre-back Gary Butters. Guy. Guy, Guy sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Why did I re... I just wanted it to be Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Butters broke the trophy. Yeah. After the game... Oh. You spent more time telling me about that. After the game, we ended up missing a connecting train in Reading, meaning we had to wait for ages. Because it was a, it's a Sunday as well, so. Marty nearly started a fight, and we all got called bum boys. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it ended. <laughs> that what a pre- way. That's pretty much it. Um, okay. And. So there was no celebration, no pub afterwards. Was no, straight... again, I was 17, so it was like... Straight home. And it's a shame, because like, so the Millennium Stadium is like really central Cardiff. Mm. There's quite a lot around it. If it had been a year later, probably would have had quite a, a good day out. But... No, but you were too busy uh, wearing w- Reservoir Dogs yeah. suits <laughs> in Dublin for yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, so is that your greatest live football memory actually um i think so i think the you know the massive uh you know packed it was, it was full the name of the stadium is completely full so whatever the capacity i think it's about 65 70 000 mm. um you know, like really good atmosphere pretty kind of pretty about 50 50 in terms of the the, the the each team had about half there wasn't more of one um yeah, even though the game was quite turgid. I think that generally that whole, those three games are probably the most exciting. Yeah. Most excited I've been at football. It's horrible though, isn't it? You sit there and you feel your stomach just goes weird yeah. and like... Oh, when Swindon scored their second goal, I felt absolutely awful. It's weird how football can do that. Yeah. 
back um when i said brighton had been in five playoffs but the first one was when i was quite young so that was to get into the top division um which they lost um it was basically the last it would have been going up to the last season before it became the premier league and so they lost in that playoff final and got relegated the, the following season so like literally gone from could have been in the top division the season before it became the premier league so they'd stayed up they would have been one of the you know in the first season of the premier league um but then ended up two divisions below that mm. um so yeah it, you get really contrasting um fortunes really there's quite a lot of teams that have been to you know playoff finals um since the premier league's been founded and have just never got promoted they've just always um go on hit us with one hit us with a few preston have been to a couple of playoff finals um Bristol City, I think, lost to Hull when Dang. when Hull got promoted. Yeah, um, oh, I can't think of any that haven't literally have not been promoted at all. Um, I feel like Derby get into the playoffs a lot. Derby spends a lot of time. There. Yeah, because they've not been in the Premier League now for quite a long time. And Nottingham Forest as well. Yeah. League One now, Portsmouth. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> As anyone's watched the Netflix uh, series, uh, oh, yeah. Sunderland <laughs> per- perennial. Uh, although they they won the um, football league trophy yesterday, actually Sunderland. Yeah, but uh, and who won it the day before? <laughs> Was it Portsmouth? Because they played they played two years back to back. Did you know that? Oh, because it got cancelled. Yeah. Ah, of course, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Oh, yeah, was, Portsmouth yeah. played Salford yeah. the day before. Uh, the shortest reign mm. of a champion ever. Yeah, that's that's weird. So that's going to be a quiz question one day. Yeah, so they postponed the final from the previous year. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that. so that trophy is... Um, it's the kind of thing that no one cares about until you get to the semi-finals basically yeah and then suddenly it's like oh, well we can get to Wembley here um yeah because the season we're going to do 2008-2009 season is the only Brian got to the semi-finals of it that year it was a terrible season but could have got to Wembley and obviously blew it but promised so much yeah and that also that would have been like the first time I went to Wembley and I think Having that as like the football league trophy would have been a bit of a letdown. So, how much do you, do you think you know about? So, your your version of events. Um, mm. I was wondering whether there's anything that you've missed. So, I thought we could do a little quiz. Okay. Yeah. On the 2004 playoffs. Yes. Yeah, specifically. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm just going to ask you some questions yep. about various things. Okay. Um, and we'll see how you do. Yep, go on. Question number one. Yep. Do you know who won the playoffs in the championship and in League Two? So, first division and third division the same year. Um, The first division was Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, oh, I have no idea about the third division. Huddersfield uh, Town was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you know which game had the lowest attendance of of all the finals? Of all of those playoffs. I mean, so with Dean's capacity at that point was. Only about seven thousand. Um, so the attendance is probably six thousand or something. Hartley Pools is probably around the same actually. Um it, well, including like the league the division three ones. Yeah. I don't know what teams are in it. No, it, it you're right, it's Brighton. Oh, is it? <laughs> six thousand eight hundred and seventy six. Yeah. Is that Normal. Well, because they had to give um, the because they had to segregate part yeah. of the north stand, 
you had to cut away. Um, the, yeah, the capacity was only about 7,000. So. Okay. So, 20th of May. You will remember it was the date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 7.45 kickoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, after extra time, the penalties. Can you name your four penalty takers? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Um, in, the, in the correct order as well, let's see. Uh, yep. So, um, I think in correct order. Um, even if I do... Uh, what the first two? I think it says Richard Carpenter. Correct. Chris Uelamo. Yeah. Uh, John Piercy. Yeah. And Adam Virgo. Absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely right. Oh, I, Amazing. I remember it well. Cool. Okay, so um, you don't happen to know the Swindon penalty takers, do you? Um, Despite, wasn't I could one of my plans. Do, so to, I remember Tommy Mooney yeah. missed one. Uh, Rory Fallon, who uh, scored Swindon's second goal, he scored one. Um, I think there's someone called, like, something Gurney. Yeah, um, it was, yeah. And I think someone called Hayward. Something Hayward, I think, was the other one. Yes, that is correct. Did they only take four? Was there a fifth one? There was a fifth one. Uh, no, I can't remember the other one. Fallon. Yeah, yeah, I said Roy oh, Fallon. Yeah. I, I have missed one then. Parkin. Ah, Sam Parkin, yeah. Um. Okay. So, any idea, I'd, if you get this, then it's weird. Um, do you know who the referee was on the <laughs> no, final? No. <laughs> Mr. Richard Beebe. Oh. There we go. Uh, okay, let's see if... Let's find... Oh, that was all the ones I planned on asking you. Uh, let's just make one up. Starting 11 from the final. Oh, do you know it? Yeah. Okay. That's like, <laughs> I've got three and another one if you need them. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I can get... they. I mean, Wikipedia doesn't have it, so I'll just... It's because it's pre-internet. Um, it's not, no one's uploaded it anywhere. Let's see. You can... The match, right. Summary. Got it. Okay, go on. Ben Roberts. Yes. Adam Virgo. Yes. Danny Cullip. Yes. Brackets captain. Doesn't have that, but yeah. Okay. Guy Butters. Yeah. Dan Harding. Uh, yes. Uh, Gary Hart. Yeah. Charlie Oatway. Correct. Richard Carpenter. Correct. Nathan Jones. Correct. Leon Knight. Correct. Chris Iwellamo. Correct. And who came on? What's up? Um, you only used two. Paul Reed. Came on yeah. for Richard Carpenter and um, John Piercy came on for Nathan Jones, I think. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, who was the manager of Bristol at the time? Um, oh, I don't know that, actually. Um, uh, who would have been their manager? No, I don't know, actually. Also managed Sheffield Wednesday at one point. Danny Wilson? Correct. Yeah. And that is how we should leave this. Yeah. <laughs> That Danny Wilson managed. He played for Brighton as well, Danny Wilson. There we go then. Mm. And next week's episode is on Danny Wilson. <laughs> Danny Wilson. What are we going to talk about next time? Um, I think we should follow up on this one with our Leon Knight special. Okay. Yeah. Have you got any uh, trailer line for us? Not that... I think I'd have to think about how I censor it. Right, well, thank you for joining us. Um, Show at albionbeanandgone.com at albion underscore bean, or no, albionbean underscore gone on Twitter. Yeah. At albionbeanandgone on Instagram. Yeah, and we're on Facebook um, as well. We're now on Facebook. Yeah. Much to your delight. Yeah, I hate Facebook, but... Um, but because it's of got to be done in it. Yeah, because it's post-internet now. <laughs> yeah. The internet is here to stay, unfortunately. So, 
forever. Yep. A good idea is a good idea forever. forever. See you later. Bye. So just a couple of minutes left. Brighton have to hang on with 10 men. And here come Palace now. That's a nice pass into the area. Need to get a shot away. There's the drive. Oh, it's crept in. Sensational 90th minute. Put Palace ahead for the first time in the game. With seconds remaining, surely that's all three points for the visitors.